are back. Hello. And it's and it's time for Howard Stern, Stern news. news and, and comments on the, the news. Fuck you, Artie. Sorry, I'm just getting you know, uh, you know. Hello, you who? <laughs> Yes, hello, hello, hello. So, another full week of the Stern Show. Monday, full Thursday. three days, yes. Full three days, man. Hey, yes. we'll take what we can get. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and uh, yeah, uh, an old time regular guest, very important to the history of Howard Stern, came on this week. She did? And you know, I think uh, I think we we should definitely discuss. Though you know, I've always wondered. I don't think she ever uh, really revealed herself to Howard in, uh, ever. And now you know, like she never topless. You know, I she never never quite did that. And uh, though, did she ride the Sibian? You're going to have to go into your own. I don't I don't think she ever did, but I do think there were some other things that she kind of did. But I uh, yeah. I remember that uh, Carmen Electra rode the Sibian. That's, That's correct. She did. And at one point, even like jumping off. But uh, yeah, you know, she never uh, she never went topless for Stern. She never showed him the boobs. She never got naked, which they used to do all the time, you know. But now, I mean, yes. nobody nobody ever goes topless. It's like they don't know the meaning of the word. It's like uh, yeah, you need Ronnie to come in and T O P L E S S. You know, yes, Ronnie. Exactly. Well, Ronnie, Ronnie's definitely got that going strong on his Twitter feed. Yes, he does. So, so he uh, he does it on his own time, and also he liked to be with uh, JD topless. Maybe if that would have been the thing. <laughs> okay, so let's get into that. Whose suggestion was it to make out with Ronnie? Was that, uh, was that Richards or was it, I mean, or I somebody... think it was Stern. I thought it was Howard. Howard actually suggested making out with Ronnie. Yes. And this is the part I don't understand. Why would Ronnie agree to it? Because he's a team player. As he said, there's this whole idea of like, Oh, I'll do. I do have, uh, you know, I have the shows back. He, he has that attitude. Like standing strong, doing doing the things, take taking the the dildo in the ass, taking lo loving Sal's cock. You know, I mean, that's just <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's not Ronnie's not doing that. He did it. What do you mean he did it? Oh, you he, mean you're talking yes. mold in the past? Yeah, the mold. <clears throat> yes, right. Well, the mold. I'm sorry. The the dildo made in yes. the model of yes. Sal's cock. Yes, right. <laughs> but that's stuff he enjoys anyways. I mean, that okay, he was doing true. that already. Let's, as yeah, far as I know, he's not making out with dudes. No, I mean, but he, 
I mean, he he backed away from the tongue kissing and stuff like that, the way that Howard was thinking about it, that, you know, making out is, you know, beyond just kissing and I don't know, caressing or something. Well, yeah, but uh, so, well, anyways, that's not next. Yeah, it was next. That's not happening. Right. And um, instead, what's happening just is really underwhelming for the Stern show, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, a pube beard. Okay, that's kind of something. But then shaving his head. I mean, it's that's right. That was. Yeah. Who cares? No one. I mean, probably. He probably like will look better with a shaved head. Well, he said that at one point in time he did go with a shaved head, but he didn't look good. That's what he was saying. Well, so. still, I mean, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, how much is it actually going to diminish JD? Come on, let's be zero. Exactly. I mean, if you're not good looking to begin with you're not gonna get well i blitz. just I, I i just love how blitz supposedly two seconds after the Bengals win said to jd so <laughs> if you could be guaranteed a cindy cincinnati ben gals <laughs> which is the name of the cheerleaders or the or the actual pronunciation of the team uh if they would win, that they would win the Super Bowl, would you not be friends with Richard for five years? <laughs> <laughs> and there's got to, to be some parameters. <laughs> parameters. <laughs> but the whole point is, he agreed. Well, yeah, I mean, he, like, you know, his whole mush mushiness about it. But I mean, Richard was uh, that you could see he was hurt by that. Yeah, but, you know, maybe he was hurt. But if he was really honest, I mean, for a Kansas City Chiefs guaranteed win or whatever, he'd probably say goodbye to J.D., <laughs> but you know he's already been to the Super Bowl and saw them win, so I think yeah, JD has him. He, he still wants it. Any fan, you know. Well, so wait, wait, wait. Actually, let's pause for a second because I don't think this was brought up. But I know, uh, Tomador, you are much more knowledgeable about sports and things than me. But it is within the realm of possibility. Within a couple of days, it is within the realm of possibility that the Super Bowl could be the Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. In which case, and this was not discussed on the show, what would Richard do? Wow. Yeah, you're right. That wasn't talked about in the show. No, was not discussed. Jeez. And, you know, Christy Christie, what's going to happen with Christy Christie and Richie Christie? And, you know... Uh, Christy uh, Ritchie. I mean, oh I don't know. Woo. Woo. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, because, dude, his his love of the Eagles has really become as escalated. I mean, he's a true well, Eagles fan. Game, yeah. yeah, he's a true Eagles fan now. Um, true. But only, but still, you know, well, okay. I've, All right. Now that I think about it, I mean, 
I got to get into the Richard mindset, right? Sure. It's kind of like Richard's that like, you know, it's just like, you know, oh, I love horror movies because that means that there's life after death. And it's not just all over, you know, (laughs) not just riding in the, I would love that. That would be. Oh, so nice. And in the same way, if you were to ask him, you know, where we're thinking, oh, that's like Sophie's Choice kind of shit. He'll be like, (laughs) he'll be like, oh, that would be the best. That would be my favorite because I'm a winner. Whoever whoever wins, wins. Yeah, Yeah, but winner, they're my favorite. You're yeah, right, Carson. And yeah. What is his name? named them after. Not, is it Carson? Was, was Carson the Kansas City guy named it? I think that's his kid's name. It was some football player anyway. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It doesn't look like the Chiefs are going to make it into the Super Bowl anyways, right? Because uh, I don't know about that. When, you know, home, home field advantage and – you know, the temperature and and uh, there's lots this. It'll be interesting. OK, be well, interesting. we'll find out in a couple of days. Actually, I'm sure on Monday and, morning that will be the, topic of discussion. Sure. And it'll Lieberman, be. I mean, Lieberman, uh, John Hine, hit him on the Hine. I'm sorry. Hine, Hine was trying to mush the uh, <laughs> the Bengals by coming on and saying how much he thinks they're going to win. And uh, Robin just loves calling him out. She's like, wait a second. You're full of shit. And then I was surprised because he responded. He's like, I've done the research, Robin. Yes, I know. <laughs> and that's that's a hitting him with the hind. And, and I mean, the fact that Fred didn't hit that. I mean, like some of those. Yeah. He, he, I think it's and that caused a rift between Hine and, and uh, Kaplan. I mean, it, it, that's the that. That is not he does not embrace that to any degree. Oh like no, 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 no. He does oh. not. No, no. He's I mean, that I think that Kaplan even brought that up at one point. They were comparing because uh yes, now I'm remembering. This was back when I listened to that show that will not be mentioned that comes on after the Howard Stern show. Um there was a discussion at some point about because Howard had played how many hit him with the Heinz were referenced on TV and how it was right. this big yeah. thing. And, and there was a question of, well, you know, cause all the Baba buoys that happened in golf, they were like, well, it seems like hit him with the Heinz has superseded Baba buoy. And there was discussion in, on that show with both Mr. Hine and Mr. Bowie. And uh, they were just talking about, you know, and Jason actually brought it up. He said, well, you know, I when we play these Bowie clips, I mean, Gary's got a big smile on his face. Yeah, he you know, he's 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 kind of proud and his kids kind of. Yeah, yeah, both. exactly. You're both. Well, look at me, both. And uh, but with Hine. Oh no. no, it's just seething anger. Oh, and it's like, and and I think it was Captain no that brought it humor up. About that. He, he said, you know, Gary put out an autobiography 
And the only reason he was able to is what it was titled. They call they me call me Baba, Baba Booey. Yes. And John Hine will, and I think he even said he will never. Right. Ever. And John Hine, the, yes. the um, pub- published author of Fast Food Mania, uh, you know. <laughs> Audiobook Hine. <laughs> he will never invoke hit him with the hind nope for anything he's ever going to attach no. himself to i wish he see, said that, that. Like, you know that's that i that i can't wait till the steelers come back in prominent prominence because if i were a betting man and it was like the chiefs and 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 uh, the steelers in the afc championship the bet would be if the steelers lose after every time he comes on his send-off will be Hit him with the hind. <laughs> and don't okay. forget to hit him with the hind. Here we go. So what do you think the over-under is on John Hine breaking this rule that he's set out that he's never going to use hit him with the hind? When does he put out the book called hit him or I hit him with the hind or something like that? <laughs> uh, as far as years? Or hit what? him with the hind. That's right. Uh, I would say that that's never likely to occur. Oh, um, disagree. Okay. Strongly. I think as soon Big as Howard is- goes off the air or, and John Hine is smart enough, dude, I mean, he wouldn't even have to write the book. Okay. It doesn't even matter. Right. That book by its title will sell and will be in bookstores. Right. And, uh, absolutely, you know, absolutely. and you know, there'll probably be thousands of copies sold at freaking LaGuardia Airport every day, yes, in whatever that freaking book nook is called, or whatever. And and John Hine is not stupid, in fact, he's more shrewd. I would say he is probably one of the more financially shrewd people oh. on the show. Except for his betting habits, betting on the bills. That was well, he said, yeah. He said you, he lost a lot of money. What do you think that was? What do you think a lot of money for John Hine betting is? Four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Um, no, I would say a couple thousand. Okay, I think he's got that kind of disposable cash. All right, I do. I think he's. I think he's clever enough. I mean, the way he came into the show was not like a Richard Christie or a no. Sal Governale. Like yeah. he came into the show through proper means sure. and, you know, he worked in corporate America for some time. He had spun off his own website that he sold famously for the TV guide, right? For it, a million dollars, one million, one million dollars. Right. <laughs> so which, you know, in reality is not the huge, hugest amount, but Hey, you oh, know, <clears throat> it is considering that was a million dollar loss by <laughs> TV guide because it, it, it did not uh, deter their. Yeah. Demise. Well, <laughs> uh, well, Oh, so I don't even know what did, when did TV guide demise? When did that demise? Of I, I don't think you can buy a TV guide now. Well, I mean, I don't know why you would, but uh, right. uh, any, <laughs> anyways, I'm just saying a thousand dollars, for selling a company, I mean the whole because I mean, thank you, a million dollars for selling a company. I mean, the whole idea of selling a company is you don't 
you're done. You don't have to make any money. You don't have sure. to work anymore. And right. I don't know that a million dollars is something you can live a long time on relatively. Right. Yeah, true. But uh, you, you're going to work. Thing- and so he's still working and doing right. his thing. But anyways, my point is he uh, he's legit. He's not stupid. No, he's not going to pass up that opportunity to make some money from cashing in on the name. And who knows? Probably he'll probably put it on a T-shirt or something. And then, you know, what's going to happen at that point? It'll be worse than the fast food mania TV show. Because <laughs> Jason the game show, you mean? No, no, no. Was the TV it? show. It was the TV. I thought, show. I thought it was a game show. Now he he did host some game shows and stuff like that, but no the the thing that Jason got mad at him about is they had the they had the show on Howard one hundred and one called like fast food something the fast food show. They or need something. to start that with Rooster. Well, yeah, exactly, um, but you know that imploded because of Jason Kaplan basically refusing to do it anymore because the TV show fast food mania came out on whatever that channel was the channel that had like the American flag on its symbol or something. It wasn't USA, but it was something dumb like, like nation channel or something. I don't even know. And um, he got that show where he narrated it. It was just a talk over fast food show. And he never told Jason about it. Never until and Jason didn't find out till John got the show. And Jason was like, well, we're doing this show together. Why wouldn't you tell me? Why wouldn't you even mention it? And and Hein was just like, well, I published a book. I'm the fast food expert here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And ever since then, mm. there's been bad blood. And that's when... The hit him with him the time. Yeah, hey, nice timing there. That's when that got uh, you know codified, and so I think that when that happens, when the hit him with the hind T-shirts come out that are licensed by John Hine, or the the you know well, NFCs or whatever the uh, not NFT NFT, NFT sorry, yeah. or the freaking uh you know he cuts a deal with Sonic in terms of putting out uh Jeez, fast yeah. food nation ice cubes yeah. and uh yeah. straws and whatever you know when he does or 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 hit him with the hind straws and all hit this him with stuff. the hind sauce hit him with the yeah. hind the hit, hit him with, with the hind burger you know oh, yeah wait wait he could he could partner with Heinz. And just say hit him with the Heinz, like, exactly. You know, and then and then like he could be the voice, like hit him with the Heinz. Take it from me, the yes. original. Hit him with the Heinz. Can't you I imagine? I always Super Bowl halftime yeah. commercial. I always hit him with the Heinz. I, I always hit him with the Heinz. Hey, yeah. hey, John, do you want this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> do, you want this? do you want this burger? Uh, and yeah, at that point, to, Hit him with the Heinz. And I'll tell you, when when that halftime commercial of, you know, oh, you want a hot dog? Oh, yeah, but hit him with the Heinz. And that and that's happening in the commercial. If that commercial is not followed by a ultra slim fast commercial 
with uh, Jason Kaplan in it. Um, Jason Kaplan will be on um, John Hines' doorstep <laughs> with a uh, ready to kill him. Yes. Yeah. Well, like right out, right, right outside of his <laughs> uh, of his house, big speakers going, "Hit him with the hind! Hit him yeah. with the hind! Hit him with exactly. the exactly." <laughs> it will be. It will not be good. But I mean, that's the question. Like, do so, you like, think on this week's on this week's twenty twenty? How hit him with the hind became the murder cry of Jason <laughs> Chaplin. Yes. On this very special episode of Dateline NBC. Yes. It was all a joke. Hit him with the hind until <laughs> Super Bowl 53. Yeah. Hit him with the hinds. Uh Yes. You know, I, oh I, my! I want. I I really wonder though if people from Heinz catch up because Heinz Field is where the Steelers play, and it's from. I mean, that's that's John's team. If he hasn't at least had somebody from the marketing team reach out and be like, "Come on, I know you're against this. Could we do something? Maybe you know, in in stadium, you know, or whatever. I mean, you know, I don't know." Yeah, yeah, it should happen. It should happen. And and, and John Hine, if you're listening, you know, we don't need to be cut in on this. But no, perhaps, no. You know, I've always, I don't know about you, Commodore, but I've always enjoyed Hines ketchup. And I have too, Blue Jay. Yeah. And um, I mean, I don't go for cats up. Cats up? No. No way. What's, what's up? I mean, hats, hats up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. Exactly. <laughs> Bring me some good old Heinz. Heinz, Heinz 50s. I like mine with ladies and tomato. Heinz 57. Well, wow. That, that's, that's well, cool. that goes back to my Commodore days at, in Nashville at Rotiers because that Part of the song was about how Rotiers, a burger joint, would always put Heinz fifty seven on uh, on their hamburgers. That was the then Jimmy would record in Nashville, and on the back of one of his th- uh, DVDs, where Cheeseburger in Paradise was a part of, it says his top ten burgers, and and uh, he does mention Rotiers, which is now closed. So whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. Stop the clock. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, that's going way <laughs> off. Hit him with the Heinz. Hit him with the Heinz. 57. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So, um, yeah. So we we got we we got this football to look forward to on Sunday. And then on Monday, that's definitely going to be discussed. Was there anything that I missed in terms of previews of next week or anybody upcoming? You seem to always know about who the guests are that are coming. I don't know. I I mean, I'm a dedicated listener, but I did not hear that. And, um, you know, the one thing that I have a feeling that may be coming is uh, the Super Bowl, which is going to be in two weeks. Well, I guess they'll come back next week. I, I'm just I'm wondering when they're going to take a break because they've I mean, to have this whole month like this 
without a without a uh, without a break. I just I don't know. And him being in Florida and not being able to enjoy himself, and Beth being off her period. Uh, I'm just I'm worried that maybe next week uh, might be a break. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so you think he's gonna look at this as okay, here's my last chance to enjoy to get out of the winter time. But see, this is the thing, okay? Uh neither of us are in the Northeast. Apparently, this whole New York winter has been extremely mild. Okay. Right? Well, so, but mild to mild to Howard is is you know not forties and fifties like which that is mild but he, I'm saying there's no him. there's no I don't I don't even know that there's been snow I think maybe there was before before Christmas there was there was a situation so and, I'm just saying holiday, to you yeah yeah I'm saying to you I mean as someone who did live in New York and you also did for a while is whoa. How if he's he's holding it out because, you know, as a New Yorker, at some point it's going to shit down a ton of snow. Yeah, true. There's never a year that doesn't happen. Yeah. So and February and actually both March. of us going in the Northeast, we know March. it can happen in March. March. March has been I mean, probably the, the time for the largest snowstorms up in the Northeast. Exactly. So I think Howard might be. I mean, he's shrewd enough that that's the thing that he's going to do. He's going to wait. Because also the other thing in the Northeast is usually you've got a day heads up that you know it's coming, right? Yeah. People yeah. hunker down. And when that happens, Howard will just go and take off. Well, and, I don't know. But he's in Florida right now. Oh, he is? Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, that's right. But he was in New York for Christmas and all that. Right. But he And then they went back down. to Florida? Well, oh, no, okay. they went to Florida. They were in New York. Now they're in Florida. Oh, okay. Fill me in on that. When did they? So this is. Uh... I think he's been uh, during the uh, MLK weekend when they had that Monday off. I think uh, he went down at that time. That's when I think he made the transition. Oh, okay. He stopped right. talking about visiting his mother. And then he also that week was two two shows and i guess last week he came on talking about how it was cold in florida where he was uh you know so uh, I, I he's been in florida for a couple wait, of weeks wait wait what what is cold in florida let's be really clear 50s okay it's not like zero point point zero zero <laughs> no it is it is higher than Mr. Blutarski's GPA at uh well okay and and actually fill me in on this too because I don't even I mean you know Florida better than me. Where where exactly is Howard? Is he like around is where do people live in Florida like Howard? Does Palm he Beach live near area. Oh, Palm so Beach. like near Trump? Right. Yeah, okay. And Palm Beach is basically... and Tiger Woods and yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not and which I mean, is which is close. It's a midway to point between you know. It's the midway point between Jacksonville and Miami. You know that that area, that swath of. But I don't think he lives on the coast. I think he lives off the coast. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't think he lives on the coast in Florida. I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's somewhere around Palm Beach. All right. Well, now I know. Mr. Howard Stern and his Florida residence with his lovely wife, Beth O. Stern. Yes. And and almost like in my face on Monday, after I made that comment that at least the whole Bella the Pig fiasco was not the start of the show. Wouldn't you know, on Monday morning, and I'm not <laughs> it was first thing first. It was within the first 17 minutes. And uh, That's I was on true, my way but... toward that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, keep going. So my drive to school was was uh was meant with uh some hitting on the uh the steering wheel <laughs> in frustration. Like this is really what I I'm going to hear before I have to go to work, you know. Well, Bella the pig is dead. So, yeah. Uh, well, the meat's going to be long live alive. Bella the pig. Yeah. Long uh, live. Anyway, succulent pork chops. But I got to point out that wasn't actually the first topic of discussion on the show. I knew it was going to be the first topic of discussion. Oh, David Crosby. Well, David yeah. Crosby passing away. Yes. And Who Howard is just, um, yeah, really, uh, really, really super fanboy of. Um, and I'm not going to um, take away from his brilliance, um, but like, you know, somebody like Neil Young, I think, is on another level. Um and then recent people passing away, a guy like Jeff Beck was just, right. you know, in terms of musical stuff and like the way Howard reacted when Bowie died and et cetera. I mean, there's a whole different level to that. Now, David Crosby, very important. I don't think, I think people often forget really how big Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young were at wow. the time. I mean that I'm a little too young. Love the one you're with. Yeah, well, I mean, there's just so many. They were, I think someone mentioned that they almost were kind of like seen as like the American Beatles in the way that they just kept putting out a hit after hit after hit. Right. They were a rock and roll band that could, um, there weren't that many rock, American rock and roll bands that were able to get that many hits. That Absolutely. like consistently put out, um, you know, number one songs. But you know what that did remind me of? And I wish that this story would have been brought up. Was it about how he sang back up vocals to uh, I, uh, Hold Your Hand by Hootie and a Bullfish? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that Howard brought that up. Of all the things David Crosby did, that he brings up the well, Hootie wait, and I didn't know this. Oh, and, 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 <laughs> and, think twice. Another I know. day in paradise. Yeah. When he was he was singing the backup on that film. On that one, yeah. I mean, at least that's like I don't know. That's a better song. At least. It's a better anyway, song. But no, the the story from the show that's just classic is uh, Artie talking about his friend. <laughs> his friend had an apartment in L.A. And um, he was he actually was an, a studio engineer and like a big like audio file nerd guy. 
And he he had this apartment, like one of those L.A. apartments, with like courtyard and all that, whatever it is. And he had a next door neighbor and he said they were just into salsa music and would just play this like really loud salsa music all the fucking time. <laughs> and so this, this. Yeah. you remember this story? Because yeah. I mean, basically, every time I hear this song, I think of uh, of of this story, especially whenever that section comes up because, and and the best is like Artie singing it, telling the story. He's like, well, yeah, so my buddy is going out of town for a couple of days and he just keeps hearing this, like he almost missed the plane and he got so pissed off. I think he missed the flight. And so then he had to get another flight. And so he was so pissed off and he just Spliced together a loop of that section of Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, which is right, and it's just like, and he, well, no, I mean, just the, just, oh, just, that the, part, yeah. just that part loop. And and just that like going on and on in a loop, and he like put his speakers up against the wall, and you know this is a real to real tape thing, so it's gonna go on forever. He's going away for a couple of days. Presses play, locks his door, leaves. <laughs> and I'm just imagining these people just hearing constantly, and apparently he comes back. His door's been knocked down. <laughs> and the speakers the whole place is smashed. <laughs> and all smashed up. But of course, I can't do justice the way that the master storyteller Artie. Oh, Lang, Artie. Oh, you know, God. but uh, you know, hey, what can I say? I, I, I was and and of course there's never any reference. Though I did hear um they did. They are playing some of those Sternthology clips with, sure. uh, you know, with Artie. It's Artie Lang. Fire! Yes. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> but you know, um, yeah. So that that was one I thought of with the with Crosby and the whole discussion of Mr. Crosby. But uh, okay, I want to ask your opinion. What did you think of this uh, this new imitation? That this new uh, Mark Wahlberg? What do you mean? What do you mean? You walk Mark Wahlberg? Is that what you're talking about? What you, I'm, I'm up at four thirty. You mean that one? That, that yeah. One? Come on. Yeah. That's, I'm not sure. No. Please. And I'm, I'm not sure about that one. I don't either. And and I don't know if you want to poke that monkey either. <laughs> I know, right? Right? Like he's been on the he show doesn't. a few times. Yeah, and also he doesn't have much of a sense of humor when especially some Exactly. And he's a powerful guy, man. I know. And and let's remember, Donnie has been a friend of the show. Sure. And, so, it, and it's just uh yeah, it's uh, and and any any interview you see with Mark Wahlberg. He's very he you know he tries to be this Zen type guy and he's very centered etc and he talks to people and he's a businessman and he's like he and Kevin Hart have similar like ways of dealing with Hollywood and their business type thing and yeah I don't it it's just a, there I don't know the reasoning for it I mean is is ha, I don't I don't maybe because. 
Mark Wahlberg is now, I guess, come out against Hollywood in a way that some of Howard's Hollywood friends, as he mentioned before about how he, when he was at Trump's wedding, thinking that he, nobody from Hollywood liked him then, that the only person he really knew was Tawny Katane and OJ Simpson. And uh, <laughs> the picture on the back of uh, Miss America uh, is of he and uh, OJ at Donald's wedding, as he said on the show. My point is, is that I wonder if in his new circle of Hollywood hipsters uh, that are kind of looking down at their nose at Mark Wahlberg's newfound uh, dedication to Catholicism and uh, yeah. Explain that to me. I'm not caught up on the latest with Mark Wahlberg. No, it's just that he's just kind of speaking out about the shallowness of some of the movies that are being produced and more the art films, like when he did Joe Bell and father Stu, you know, he's trying to create, I guess, uh, something within his, his efforts that are based on his personal beliefs that include strict Catholicism, which is a bugaboo, you know, when you're a, uh, an Orthodox Christian of um, a Catholic. Uh, and I think that rubs people the wrong way. Like they think he's being preachy and, and in their circles, maybe they're making kind of jokes, knocking them. And maybe that's so he is like the, um, Maybe two degrees less severe Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, right. Yeah, good. Very okay. good. Yeah. And uh, which also, Howard, but that was anti-Semitic what he did. And also, yeah, racist and whatnot. It was, yeah, Mel Gibson. I no, Mel Gibson is a piece of shit. I mean, yeah. we, we kind of all know that. Um, but I mean, yeah. But Wahlberg, I didn't realize that he's getting preachy. I mean, I know he's been doing these movies that all come direct to VOD right away, like Father well, no, Stew. And no, Father Stew didn't. That had some that had studio release, and so did I. I mean, theater release, and so did uh, Joe Bell. I went and actually. I don't saw even that. know what he's Joe Bell kid. is. Oh, is, is uh, wait, is that the about, one like he's in the prison and he breaks out or something? No, no. I think I saw that at the beginning. No, this this one is about. How this guy, because of his son being uh, bullied in school and uh, was killed, he started this walk across America. And he was, it was, I, I saw the, I, I watched, I watched the film with my mother and okay. my mother who yeah well and she because i thought it was this you know kind of moralistic thing or oh, but yet it dealt with his own son's confusion about his sexuality or something it was just it was a very it was it was just not good who gives <laughs> but, a shit who gives a fuck yeah yes, exactly you. thank you steve langford um <laughs> but uh yeah okay so mark Wahlberg, bad imitation yes awful but you know who, speaking of imitations, who's ingratiating themselves even more with the show? Uh, is, Maddie Friend. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, the David Letterman, that was a pretty yeah. crazy pull, man. I mean, I don't know how Matt Friend works this out, man. He's going, walking down the Dedicated. street and somehow able 
to do these imitations. I mean, yeah, and get him to stop and talk. I mean, yeah. I know. I no, know. I mean, he's doing he's 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 doing his best impression of Sal Governale. Yes, he's doing he's doing a great job. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe maybe that should be the next imitation. And actually, you know, of the, of all the people on the show who actually tried to do Howard's voice, Sal wasn't so terrible. Um, mm. If you remember, there's some prank calls where he's talking to different like whack packers, like Jeff the Drug. That he was Sal, and then he was it was Sal pretending to be Howard. Yeah, and. Um, Anyways, it, it, I mean, it worked, but it, it worked well enough because of the, I mean, it's not like the Whackpackers have like a a uh, great abilities of discernment. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, yeah, Matt and Friend. But, yeah. And and by the way, speaking of if there's a Whackpack segment, uh, Tan Mom, uh, excuse me, Patricia. <laughs> Okay, let's have the update on the the Patricia yeah. update. Well, she's yes. following us now. She's following us. Oh, okay. Prior, prior to last show, she so should us, I be so. scared? Oh no, no. Okay. Um. All right. Well, you know. Hey. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, that's 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 cool. That's there cool. you go. It is yeah, okay. I mean, you know, uh, it's uh, it, What's so? What's next? What's next? I don't, there's nothing that's next. I just wanted to bring that update. That was it. That's it. There, there was nothing more really. She was going out with her friend on Saturday night when I take to Twitter, and um, yeah, she, she was talking about how she didn't get soup, and I said something like, "Well, you just provide us chicken soup for the soul." So and she wow. Wow. Like you like you are you are a smoothie, man. You know? You get it? Yes. Real yeah. smoothie. Yeah, yeah smoothie. <laughs> smoothie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well. It got a like and and then she said, "Yeah, my friend really liked that comment or something." She said that, "Have a great night. Love you." And yeah. And then she went. I love oh. That's what she said. <laughs> Is that what she said? I mean, yeah. oh, oh, has no. she said it? Or she did she not say Yes, <laughs> that's what she said. Well, or or you know, update it to me, please. <laughs> did you put oh, your pants down? <laughs> We're not there yet. What are you wearing? Yeah, that Eric, that hasn't happened. Yet. We're not Just. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think Patricia likes likes the Commodore style or likes the HS news and news underscore comment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Are you stroking your cock? (laughs) Not not right now. Right now, Granny. No. (laughs) Hey, Blue Iris. Come on. I'm sorry. Give us some respect. I know. Granny. I mean, come on. All right. (laughs) But anyway, so, but Patricia then Patricia lives in Florida, doesn't she? Yes, she does. She does. Florida is really the hotbed of whack packery, isn't it? Uh, uh, Wendy, got, Wendy's there. Bobo, Bobo, who is who has blocked us? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't quite understand that. Why he would block yeah. us? I, but I you, I, I guess you were making fun of him or something. Or oh, I mean, you, I, isn't that how you and Patricia got? For, because, yes, 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 you made fun of him. Yeah, well, I, I was, I was just, I was being sarcastic. I mean, let's I was, be honest. He is a moron, and that's huh? kind of what uh, you know. That's what it's about, Bobo. Yeah. I'm sorry. She said something. She said something like, say something uh, in, intelligent today, and I, or do something that would be opposite of something you would do to, 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 to make yourself less rigid, I assume, is what the exercise that she was asking her followers to do. And I said, I told Bobo he was brilliant. <laughs> So maybe I think that was the one that that uh, I don't think he was attached to that, though. But maybe he follows her and he saw that he did get a few likes. So and she liked it. So maybe that uh, got back to uh, our man in Orlando. So and speaking of which, I think that's a good segue for us. It is. I mean, OK. What you want to talk about, Pam? No, I have nothing to say about that. I. I, I do. I want to say okay. something about Pam. I mean, okay, so she ta- I, she just totally disavowed that show. She's like, I don't want to watch it. I mean, so here's Pam. I think she the the thing that rubs me weird about her is she tries to pretend like she is like this very self-effacing, very like down to earth right or that. But at the same time, come on, Pam, you were Pam Anderson and we know what kind of life you lived. And don't pretend. I mean, yeah. okay. Oh, that's why I decided to move back to Canada and be back with my parents. And oh, you know, I I asked them when like, like, you know, oh, I'm just this corn fed, you know, Canadian girl who doesn't know. Come on. You got into some crazy shit. Yeah, and safest time she ever lived was at the Playboy Mansion. What kind of comment is that? I mean, come. I mean, look, I have sympathy for her because I do think that um, she got played look, by a lot yeah. of people. She like uh, if if she had that kind of stardom right now, that she was right. that kind of sex symbol, yeah. it would it would be much more empowering. Though sure. I don't want to detract from the pack, fact that she was empowered at one point. Amazing, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was the biggest, the probably the most recognizable person well, in she the was, world. She you said know? that Guinness Book of World Record came out in 1998 and said she was the number one downloaded person in the world. And she was like, what is this stuff? I don't even, and that's, come on, don't. She was just trying to say, like, nobody knew what that was. No, she just... She wasn't taking responsibility and she was, she was flight. I mean, you know, yeah, you gotta I, take do, some I, don't, I don't, I mean, I do think that in a lot of ways she was a victim and I don't want to take yeah. away from that, but to a degree, I, but how I far do, does that go? Well, I, I exactly. And, and as much as she was a victim, she was also Pam Anderson and sure. She, she accumulated she wealth. That. She, she did, um, you know, and maybe she got screwed on lots of deals for sure. sure. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, it's hard for me to just, you know, completely go along with her kind of, oh, gee, shucks. Oh, shucks. Yeah. You no. know, 
Um, and, and I have to ask, did you see any of the video clips from that interview? I did not, but I, I saw the, I saw the, I saw, uh, the, the opening when, when you click on it, what, what they had her, what she looked like. Yeah. I saw what she looks like. Yeah. Because I think I mentioned this last week about the plastic surgery. Yeah. And I have to say, I watched a clip just to kind of see, you know, because her voice is the same, right? When you're right. listening on, on radio and yeah. the pictures they show. And then I watched just to kind of see and it gave me a different perspective on it. Because, yeah, you can Ruined. see her face. She fucked it up. It's right. not it's not about age. It's not about anything. She did some fucked up shit to her face. I right. mean, she agreed to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 She 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 did. And that was, um, and I was sort of surprised that Howard didn't really say anything about that. Um, mm. In the old days, he would have. But at yeah. the same time, he's not going to talk about uh, no. women and their looks and the way that he used to and all that stuff. And I'm not no. saying that he should, but um, he did. Like I mentioned, um, he did say stuff to Lisa Rinna at some point about her lips and Right now, isn't it too much? Like what? Oh, oh, I'm taking it down, Howard. I'm sorry. I I am. I know. I know. And then you know, that's how it goes. But right. uh, yeah, that's about all I wanted to say about Pam. I don't think. Um, um. Oh, you know, I had one thought though. When the Benji game came on. Um, <laughs> I was like, and we should do this. This is a thought for our show. I'm going to get okay. meta on our show. The next time one of these games comes on, um, I'm going to text you or where I'm hearing it. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not listening to the game so that we can play it or oh, at nice. least try it, you know, and I'll, cause I can skip it. And then I think that might be that might be fun to at least try like one or two of those questions out and see. Sure. And as you've heard it, or we could do it the other way around if you want to do it. But I think that might be fun because, um, I mean, the fun thing about the game is not necessarily who's playing it and the reaction. Right. It's the fact that it's a game, right? But uh, absolutely. But um, and on that note, Benji. And the 25th anniversary of Benji. And I'm curious about these wow. anthology things that are going to happen. Um, I hope that maybe I'll hear Benji at the anti-war or anti-violence protest in <laughs> Central Park. That is one of the greatest. Um, but uh, I mean, that's probably, I think, his maybe his greatest. Of course, they're going to probably play the, the Anna Nicole stuff. Of course. Of course. Um, and, uh, and oh, but then I, the, all that, that annoying girlfriend he had. Oh, I hope they don't play those, like those songs. And oh, jeez, Yeah. Uh, that was the worst. Man. Yeah. That went on uh, whoa, too long. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good question right there to stop you. Who do you think is the best partner uh, of one of the Stern show Stern show partners as far as their their lady friends or man friends that has been the most 
intriguing to hear about or to be a part of the show? Huh. Well, you know, it's funny because I actually listened to A Hard Look this week, the um, Lieberman show. Uh-huh. Um, and On Thursdays. Uh, yeah. And he ended with because he goes into Sternthology and he ended with a clip of where Howard gets mad at Robin because Robin called in to Bubba the Love Sponge and oh. revealed that she and Mr. X had broken up. Oof. And Mr. X, who had been on the show a few times, but always, you know, in a very anonymous way, um, but uh, would be talked about on the show a lot. And sure. actually on in that specific moment, Artie goes off about how he thought Mr. X was like the funniest guy and wow. he's going to miss him. And like Mr. X at dinner one night, like when Robin had some fancy dinner that was like, all oh, right, with the Howard, picture of her on the above, with the, above and the, and the knife yeah. and like yeah, yes. and all that stuff. Like he, he, she didn't even know, and he had like a picture that made it look like he was stabbing her, and like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounded like he was a fun dude. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, Mr. X. Um, I mean, okay. So if we're if you're talking about contributions to the show, or that yeah, or, or that you're even that the, the you one even... I think that's super underrated is what what is four five one or whatever four uh no what is that oh no one four one four three freaking Salcovinale's wife dude and the oh, emotional friend one four three true. And when I mean, and when she would, she used to come on the show and say, right. and then she's backed off. But right. man, when she would come on the show and she would break Sal's balls so bad. And 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 that impersonation was on display last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But Which no, is, yeah, the, but the go. real the real Mrs. Governale is right. Freaking uh, a hoot, man. She's hilarious. Yeah. If you go back and listen to that. It really is. It and and she like, oh man, like some of the stuff, like I think she might have like asked Sal for divorce on the air. I mean, like I, that kind of like yes. volatile, like, is she joking or is she right. not? And then right. the whole like emotional friend, one yeah. four three, like, I mean, it's just oh, it was and Sal just she's just so good at emasculating him. It yes. Just, and just yeah it's that's why he's a turtle and he's hugging trees and talking to squirrels yeah so uh all right i think uh this week it's you for bobo really i felt like i went okay uh okay uh, oh, uh, oh yeah it was you first last week. okay then you go all right howard It has come to my attention about this pig and being in Florida. And as I said before, last week, my thing is about why I wasn't contacted and, you know, something I could have done and gotten on TikTok and maybe Twitter. Uh, But let me tell you, when you're down in Florida, when you're recording the show, I think that you should have me as a public safety guy go around to these shows and make sure 
that any uh, animal that is going to be uh, taken to the avatar to be slaughtered that uh it, that is explicitly stated i will look at all of the publications and uh i will do that for you and the lovely bestern and uh, uh once again this is not necessarily a question but uh, a request of my services uh your thoughts all right. Okay. I mean, that could be, that could be, a, a, I mean, Bobo would love that. Yeah. I think, I think you have more balls than the real Bobo though, to actually ask that. <laughs> um, and, and I, if I may say, I think your, your Bobo imitation is getting better. Thank you. Well, the, the other thing that reminded me of this is that, uh, it is the 38, uh, his youngest daughter, Howard's youngest daughter. Forgive me. I don't know all their names, but uh, Ashley, it's like whatever the most common names are. Yeah. Well, anyway, Ashley. she's, she turned 30 this week. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, um, I just thought of him showing up in that sense. I was just thinking about being down there and showing up at these maybe uh, events or whatever. And, uh, Yeah. So that's actually Bobo's like ego talking to Howard that he's asking permission where he probably has already the permission from his Howard Stern in his mind in the Bobo verse. So in the Bobo verse, exactly. Howard, I will keep this short and sweet. Uh, after your brilliant interview with the brilliant Neil Young and with the recent passing of the great David Crosby. If you could only pick one Crosby, Stills, Nash, or Young, which would you choose? Your thoughts. Nice. Good. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely that's that's definitely good. That would be one that maybe was written on the pad in a very but yeah, I could see that. See yeah, that yeah, no, I, I could see it. Yeah, that that is a Bobo question. Yes. It is. Yes. And you're welcome, Bobo. Yes. And Even though, I mean, he doesn't even know the show. I mean, he's blocked us, so, but. Oh, well, he, he doesn't. Listen. I mean, that doesn't mean he's not listening. And no, that doesn't true. mean that one of our dedicated listeners, who's also a dedicated listener of the Howard Stern radio program. Right. Might decide to inform Bobo. Yes. Of that question. Of that question. Yeah. Indeed. I mean, to I help to help Bobo out. Because. Yes. Quite That's honestly, our- I don't think we've heard Bobo in a, in a little while, right? No, he was on last week. There was something with him last week. And I think, yeah, it was something about the pig. He was involved in that at some level. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. Well, all right. I That's- think... Uh- I That's think yeah, I don't, I'm trying to now. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, I want I want to say this. Um, I think John Lovitz is a freaking brilliant, brilliant comedian. And um, I don't know that I have actually heard interviews with him before. Um, and he's not somebody who's interviewed very often. And as 
can happen with Howard. You really get a different perspective on somebody. Sure. They sit down with Howard. And Lovitz, I mean, they always joke about Lovitz. Like, I mean, that he's somewhat like his characters or something. Right. Imagine that he's kind of like his characters. But he's really, he comes off more as this kind of aw shucks, like, like starstruck, like, how did I get here kind of guy. Sure. And um, and it was really endearing. And I I thought his stories were great and he was really genuine. And I mean, there's no question about his brilliance. Yeah. But he was always, you know, I mean, in that interview, he was deferring to everyone else's brilliance. I mean, talking about Phil Hartman, just I mean, I didn't know all that stuff about Phil Hartman. I didn't know Phil Hartman designed the Asia cover, Steely Dan, or I mean, I didn't know any of that stuff. And and there was uh, Lovitz explaining all that stuff. And I didn't know that. I mean, freaking. And apparently this story is true that Phil Hartman literally just walked on the stage at a groundling show and started participating. Wow. And that's how he broke into comedy. It is brilliant. Is I that that his his uh murder uh mm, I don't know. That was that was that that really hit me hard, I think. It, I mean, considering his how much I enjoyed his work on SNL, his work on The Simpsons. I mean, there was just, um, and just him in general, when he would, he was in movies, he had great range, I thought. He was, he always brought a great energy and he was committed to whatever character, whether it was on Saturday Night Live or Simpsons or, I didn't watch sports radio, um, but, you know. Yeah, I didn't watch that show either, but I'm thinking I need to take a look. Who else was 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 David Spade on that show too? Yes, and so was uh, Foley or not Fo- uh, from uh, from Kids in the Hall. Um, Dave Foley. Yes. Yeah. Wow, those are three comedians I really I know. love. I know, and okay. I, I remember. And and to, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Rogan was also on that show too. Not that. Uh, okay, I don't need. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, no, all hail the joe all hail the joe we as podcasters must all hail the joe wait wait is it called sports radio or news radio wasn't there uh, another maybe show more, yeah there was two shows you're right no it's news radio yeah yeah is there it was two different okay i okay we're going off topic anyway yeah we are but nevertheless phil hartman and that was good to hear about him i can never hear enough about Stories about about Phil Hartman or Chris Farley; those are two of uh, my comedic touchstones. As far yeah, as that I mean, for us and our generation right. age group, that is like prime SNL. You know, for right. us, that was a, a, a golden era. That yes, that, Dana Carvey and did, that era. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, speaking of which, uh, I comment: Garrett Morris was on David Spade and. Dana Carvey's podcast and I commented because I love Garrett Morris I thought that he was an underrated guy like whatever he always brought a glue to anything that he was in and and he you know it was just a, a consummate guy like he wasn't even at working or it's it, he just was such a natural Garrett Morris and um, I said that in a comment and David Spade liked it so that's uh, that's been a thing that's been a thing for me this week that I've been smiling about Ah, uh, you mean that uh, HS News 
underscore comment (laughs) on Twitter. Yes. Tweeted at David Spade and he liked it. He liked it. Yeah. And maybe he's, (laughs) you know, he's a Stern fan. Maybe he's got extra time and he wants to hear this podcast. Well, that would be nice. I'm I'm just saying. Oh, I'm doubtful. But. I know. I mean, we are a podcast. I'll say one of the only other podcasts I definitely listen to regularly is the one you're talking about. I have not heard the Garrett Morris one, but that I haven't heard it yet. It's just this week. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I am excited to know that that was there and I want to check it out. I wanted to say John Lovitz on that podcast uh, when they were doing the two part Chris Farley uh, which is amazing. If you haven't heard that, please yeah. go and listen to that. He talks about the time when Farley came over to his house, uh, Lovitz's house for a Super Bowl party. And uh, Lovitz had kittens at the time and he put them in this room and, and he was like, do not go in this room uh, to let the kittens out or whatever. And Chris somehow got into that room and waited for Lovitz to come in. And he had one of the kittens in between two pieces of bread, and he was acting like he was about to eat the kitten sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, maybe that's a good place to end. It is. Hey, you listened. We listened. And there was the comment. Thanks so much for listening. You can go to our link tree to find all of our social media links, as well as donating to support us and clicking through to contact us via email. Our link tree is linktr dot slash hsnews and comment. We'll see you next week.